I'll be seeing you in every lovely summer's day, in everything that's light and gay. I'll always think of you that way. I'll find you in the morning sun and when the night is blue. I'll be looking at the moon, but I'll be seeing you.
You're listening to Mutiny Radio. No dead air. It's just uh, Joy Division, Unknown, Pleasures, 1979 full vinyl playing. We're all going to be okay.
someone's door down I was running from that when I got out I was in that I was already through that I had that I had the studio I went to the studio went to box studios I had it all and I looked at it and I said this is a bigger jail than I just got out of I don't want to take my time going to work I got a motorcycle and a sleeping bag and 10 or 15 girls what the hell I want to go off into and go to work for work for what money I got all the money in the world I'm a king man I run the underworld guy I decide who's does what and where they do it at. What am I going to run around and act like I'm some teeny bop for somewhere for somebody else's money? I make the money, man. I roll the nickel. The game is mine. I deal the cards. I close my eyes and seize it. I 
hafa nú eins og ég bjóst við, þeir voru eitthvað undarlegi þessi jólasveinar. Og þú að þeir séu kannski bræður, þá eru þeir tæpast bræður mínir. En jólins núast nú ekki bara um okkur jólasveinana, hvort við búum í Arnarhólnum eða Esunni, heldur höldum við heilu jól eins og þið vitið vafalust öll, vegna þess að á jólum fæddist Jesu Kristur. Og nú ætla nokkri krakkar undir stjórn Helgu Kirchberg að flytja okkur í tali og tónum fæðingar sögu frelsarans. Og ég ætla að byðja ykkur að hlusta vel og taka vel eftir því að þetta er saga sem varðar okkur öll. Þeir sem fyrsti vissu um fæðingu Jesu Bersins voru vitringarni þrýr frá Austurlöndum. Kaspar, Melkjör og Baltasar. Þeir spáðu þessum atburði eftir gömlum ritum og stöðu stjarnanna. Á ferðalagi frá Austurlöndum höfðu þeir að leiðarljósi stjörnuna sem næturna vísaði þeim veginn til Betlehem. Þeir ferðuðust bæði fótgangandi og ríðandi þessa óralöng og leið. Þeir urðu mjög undrandi þegar stjarnan stannandist við fjárhúsinu og Betlehemsvöldum. Þannig bara spjarmi að byrtu og þeir yrðu ómatónlist. Vítringarnir stegu niður á úlvöldum sínum og gengu inn. Það sáði Maríu með barnið í fanginu. Þegar hún hafði sungið lítið vögguljóð, lagði hún barnið í ötuna, en Jósef var að færa dýrunum heyja borða. Vítringarnir krupu og knýja, þökkuðu Guði og veittu barninu og móðurinu lotningu sín.
we don't have to we don't have to listen to Bjork and her bullshit. We can we can just talk on the radio. It's okay, we're not recording it. It's okay. You scared? Are you scared? Are you scared? This is we're right now we're listening to eleven year old Icelandic Bjork reads the nativity scene. <laughs> and the child playing the recorder. And a little boy. <laughs> there are so many cats in this group of boys and girls. Little boys and little girls. Icelandic, all of them. And they all have the same cat because their mother is the same. Everyone is alike. And they all have the same, just go to a microphone and make the master noise out. Is it Icelandic in origin? <laughs> Impossible, because their voices are so beautiful. Björk. Yep, she is. Here they come hlaupat utan af völlunum. Þeir veifuðu húfunum sínum og hrópuðu af fögnundi yfir að hafa fundið fjárhúsið og barnið í jötunni. Sumir þeirra tóku pjarpípuna sínar Translation Jesus was a nice boy and his mother lied him in a manger and said I will ponder all of these things in my heart and it will come out later as songs by Björk. Splendidly Icelandic. All of the people in Iceland are so proud of the children playing these musical instruments. And they all have a lot of spit. Now come like a flare of Fulkin in Fjarusit or find first killed in a cavir. It come a little tap and a barnen, other come a mato trick and a Mario Jose. No one can understand Viking. It is not a language. Did you know that Björk, when she sings in other places, she sings in the language of the place? So if she goes to France, she speaks French. And if she sings in Iceland, she sings in Icelandic. And if she is in the United States, she speaks English because that is the language that we speak. And she knows 11 languages because she is smarter than all of us. And when she wears a strange swan in 1995, that is okay because she was making a point about Zeus becoming a swan and fucking a lady named Leda and if you listen to poets, they might lie to you. Hello, it is Christmas time and I'm sitting here by my TV. 
I've been watching it very much lately because I'm on a holiday and I've been seeing all those programs about all sorts of things about Icelandics being very uh, happy about Christmas, very gay and also very serious and spiritual and also seeing Icelandic uh, comic people making jokes which they are very good at but now I'm curious I've, I've, I've switched the t TV off and now I want to see how it operates, how it, how it can, can make, put me into all those weird situations. So, it's about time. it looks like. Look at this. This looks like a city, like a little model of a city and all the houses which are here and streets. This is maybe an elevator to go up up there. And here are all the wires, these wires. They really take care, take care of all the electrons when they come through here. They, they, they take care of that they are powerful enough to get all the way through here. I read that in a Danish book this morning. And this beautiful television has put me, like I said before, in all sorts of situations. I remember being very scared to it because an Icelandic poet told me that not like in cinemas where um, the thing that... that um, throws the, the picture from it, uh, just sends lights on the screen. But, but this is different. This is uh, millions and millions of little screens who, who send uh, light on you, um, some sort of uh, uh, electrical light, I'm not really sure. But because there's so many of them, and in fact you're watching very, very many frames when you're watching TV, you, your head is very busy all the time, to, to um, calculate and put it all together into one picture. And, and then, because you're so busy doing that, you don't watch very carefully what, what the program that you're watching is really about. So you become hypnotized. So all that's on TV, it just goes directly into your brain and you stop judging if it's right or not. So you just swallow and swallow. This is what an Icelandic poet told me once. And I became so scared to television that I always got headaches when I watched it. But then later on, when I got my Danish book on television, I stopped being afraid because I, I read the truth. And that's um, the scientific truth, which is much better. You shouldn't let poets lie to you.
Coach Gunn, dude. Hey, Pancake, how are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm rocking yeah, out. Just, I was just playing a little uh, little fix behind us. Yeah, you know, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. We, we've been rocking, uh, bringing, bringing the jams. These are some good... All the jams. Yeah. These are some good tunes, juicy, sure. juicy tunes. Juicy, juicy jams. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you gotta, just you got to grab that microphone and pull it towards you. Put it towards your mouth hole. Are you afraid? Are you afraid of the coronavirus? Clearly yeah, not. I'm, af- I'm afraid of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Myself. Are you? Are you? Are you a man with lots of fear? 
Wow. <laughs> you, you, you're afraid to step outside now? Or was this a... Um, oh, I just hide in my bathroom all day. <laughs> oh, yeah. I lice on myself and every human being I see. Do you have a cat? Yeah, no, five cats. You have five yeah, cats? No, Shut yeah, the I, fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Dogs and a parakeet. No, 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 no. Back up, back up, back up. It. How many people live in your house? 12. I'm just lying about everything. Okay, oh, good. I, wow. I was going to say. Don't you just lie on radio? Is that what yeah, happens? Yeah, no, it you can. Hey, I've never done this before. Life is your gem. It's your oyster. You can be in any situation you want. But I believed you. I'm like, how many animals? <laughs> That's expensive. I have two dogs. Two okay. Dogs. Yeah, That's expensive. Yeah. What size dogs? Large dogs. 80 pound dogs? 80, 60, yeah. 60. Mm. Uh, chocolate lab, chocolate lab? Ah, they're all little monster pound mixes, you know. Oh, okay. The ones you nice. find underneath trucks. That's, that's beautiful, so, man. Thank 80, you. But it's beautiful too. They steal everything in your house and bury it in your backyard. Well, and people don't realize that 80 pound dogs eat a lot of fucking food. Yeah, I was married to a nasty. veterinarian for a long time, so we didn't have to... We only had to pay half price or less than half price for dog food. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, we had two dogs over 80 pounds. Because who can afford to do that unless you they're a veterinarian? Seriously. And then there's those weirdos like, oh, I need to make food for my dogs. It's good enough for them to live. And it's like, th- there's so much rice and bone meal. And they are so fucking expensive. Like, oh, my God. To feed the animals at the pound? or at No, the, in at your house. Yeah. Oh. I had a, for a long time, I, I lived with a, an amazing uh, chocolate lab named Wedge. Oh, what a, what a gem yeah, he was. He was. He was a Captain Wedge until he's the only X-Wing fighter pilot Whoa. to make it through all three <laughs> Star Wars movies beside Luke Skywalker. Yeah, his name was Wedge. Fuck yeah, his name was Wedge. He was brown. He was fucking brown. He was a guy at the end with the brown hair. When you're like looking at all the Ewoks and you're like, who the fuck <laughs> is that guy? That's Wedge, Wedge. motherfuckers. And that was my dog. And he was the best. And then we got a buddy for him named Flame, who was a rescue uh, dog from motherfucking Mexico. And it was funny because he was a second. He was a he was a greyhound, but he was always second place. And you could tell he was a second place. There, and he's so lucky he wasn't shot in the head. Like he got to be with us and like run around. It was crazy. So the same shit that happened. Like I, so I got one dog from like birth, and I got the other one, and the other one's a black sheep, and that motherfucker just like. Oh, can I swear? Oh, absolutely. Uh, swear, swear, fuck, swear all yeah. day long. Yeah, it's free but the same speech. Kind of shit. Like the first one you loved yeah. is amazing. The second one you got, yeah. and like he grew up underneath the truck, and he like steals the remote control every day, buries in the backyard, every fucking day. Wow. So he's a motherfucker you hate. But well, Flame, so much. Flame was the adopted rescue from the Mexican dog track, and he was absolutely the second dog because he'd follow. Wed, a wedge around and he he never he was never a winter dog but he had the best moment of his life this was this was after his back leg was amputated because of like oh. terrible yeah he had a little cancer in his leg you know oh, was he one of those cute ones had like the wheel chair thing no oh no no he just ran on three legs so we resected his so leg and when they got in there well when they got in there my ex-husband was a veterinarian so my ex-husband got in there because he was fucking Whoa. with his own dog and he had to resect some of the hip. So, and that's why it didn't cost us $8,000 because my ex-husband was a veterinarian. So anyways, he fixed the dog and the dog is living with three legs. And there was a day where we're, we're in San Diego. This is a very like, this is the, this is Flames moment. And a bunny, a bunny goes running 
and he runs after the bunny, and he murders the bunny. Oh, Off three bunny. legs, the three-legged motherfucking dog the runs after the bunny. Right. He murders the bunny. We were screaming and laughing and having so much fun with him because oh, he did everything he always wanted to do. <laughs> this is a three-legged fucking greyhound from Mexico that has an eight-year-old dog with three legs chases down a motherfucking bunny and murders it. And we're like outside going like, God bless him. And then he started murdering people. No, no, the next no. Week, and you're like, oh shit, what did I do? But no, he did he acquire his behavior. He, he did laid. acquire a taste for blood. <laughs> yeah, right. right. If anyone who has a greyhound knows that oh, they, was a greyhound? he was a greyhound. Yeah, they chase. race fast yeah, yeah. and then they chill out. They're just cats. How does he do they, with, like three legs though? That must be the weirdest gait ever. Like it's just like it's a, he like shambling. It was he a knew leg? his moment and he took it and he murdered. It was a back leg? And he's just like, I'm out after that. And he's like, out. He's out. He cut off his other leg, and he's like, Shh, I don't need any more of these. Like, it's over. Well, <laughs> these both these dogs are dead now. But in the memory of now. dogs and the half-life of what was and what could be, if I was a Mexican racing dog and I was adopted by a family in San Diego and then I got to murder a rabbit, <laughs> finally... Like, I feel like I'm in a karmic cycle of joy and beauty, and everything I'm doing in my life is right. And that whole, like, everything existed for that moment. That one reason. All the moments were prelude to oh. this one moment. So that Flame could have his fucking moment in the goddamn sun before I he just, died. I just realized that the, they would chase a rabbit on the track. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's the, what they're Ding. bred for. Chase, his yeah, whole life wow. came down to these beautiful moments in my backyard in San Diego. So ripped every Dalmatian... Which, did, what you the, did you eat the rabbit? Every oh, they ripped it apart. Yeah. And my other dog, Wedge, came down and they were both like having a good time. And I had a problem with it. I was like, they're murderers. And, um, <laughs> and for a while, you know, when my dogs do murder, it's hard to like <laughs> look at them in the face. You know, it's... But then you gotta get over it because... He was bred for that. Yeah. It was his whole life's journey to be able to murder that rabbit. And like, wow, it, that he could have that fruition in his life. So like validated his entire existence. Exactly. Was like that. He was a Mexican racing dog. And we're missing a leg. Like, missing a leg. You can do it, man. Like, you got it. After you the so terrible life, cancer. Was just like sad after that? Was uh, like, uh, no, no. I, I always think Flame was a happy dog. Flame's been dead for a while. So is Wedge. I'm very sorry about cancer? it. Terrible cancer. Terrible cancer. A lot of dogs get terrible cancer because they're bred to be the way they are. So boxers, if you ever get a boxer and you're like, oh, I really want a boxer. Veterinarians call them cancers. All boxers get cancer. What are they if you get for? a real boxer, your dog's going to get cancer when they're 10. Are That's they, just the way it is. Are they bred just to look that way or do they also yeah. serve a perfect purpose? It's the same thing about... Um, Labradors, they all get hip dysplasia, and if you're yeah. like, I want a real lab, real lab, real lab, and then you get you have to get them certified against hip dysplasia. But that's a thing if you like breed labs and labs and labs. They that's why Labradoodles are the fucking shit because oh. they're standard poodles and labs, which you've never really combined them. But labs are super smart and 
fucking standard poodles are wicked super smart and mm-hmm. they've got the hair that doesn't make you allergic because it's hypoallergenic. like hyperallergenic yeah. so labradoodles are amazing because you get all the smarts and none of the sickness but you do you get super sickness because you can't breed a dog that smart if you don't actually <laughs> keep them engaged so you're oh. like oh oh my kids are freaking out boredom cancer you cancer from boredom yeah well my no th- it's it's the family gets cancer because they can't entertain <laughs> the fucking dog my it's parents the same just got one a labradoodle yeah are they ready to fucking cancer. train the well, motherfucking dog well cancer, there's already two other dogs in the house and one's a poodle mix with a Havanese. Oh, Havanese. Mm. Yeah. Oh, entitled no, dog. No, sorry. Like Bichon. Entitled dog. Oh, yeah. a Bichon Frise. With a, with a poodle. Mm. Oh, the entitled pretty dog with little fluffy paws. Yeah. I love the fluffy paws. I like to paint their nails. <laughs> oh, God. I like to paint them with colors. <laughs> and then and then they know that I own them. You know when you when you get a dog to let you paint its nails? Dude, they never look happy, though. They're, they're horrified. Are you their fucking face kidding like, me? When you put you an outfit on them? You put Dude, my dogs hate that shit. Like Tiara, you have the wrong them? dog oh, then, yeah. don't you? My they do- sit there and look sad the entire time. Stop it. My dog would lick it and not stop. You got to lick it to yeah. like it, baby. Yeah, right? They try to get it off of them or something. Like get this shit off me! What the fuck is this? Yeah, I got fur, man. I my dog's like cat. My dad, my dog acts like a cat. He goes to the highest perch, and then he cleans his face with his paw. But, what's the highest perch, dude? Like the ottoman or something? Uh, yeah, the 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 ridge of the the couch. Oh, he gets on the back of the couch. Yeah, and just looks at you all weird and like licks his paws. Yeah. Make strange eye contact. Super creepy. Yeah, right? He's staring at right eyeball. But he like, looks like... What's up, man? What? He's but like he the worst like Tinder day ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God. He's like, hi. <laughs> this is why I'm just touching my mouth all the time. I'm just going to pick just, my I'm ear gonna, for a while I'm gonna, and stare gonna, at you. Yeah, I'm just going to... Yeah, yeah. Want something to drink? But he looks like Falcor. Falcor. Uh, nothing wrong with Falcor. Yeah. Is a Treyu around, too? A Treyu. A Treyu! No. But, it's uh, like a punk rock emo band too, right? Tra- sure. The it cassette like for thing. Indian in the Covered is red. I love Indian in the Covered as a book, not necessarily as a movie. Mm. It wasn't that great. You remember of reading a movie. that stuff? Fuck yeah, I remember reading books as a child. Indian in the Covered like, was great. Well, like Ten years old or something like that. Such a good book, and and like so important because it teaches you about first person narrative and that you can be in all these different time periods and places and contexts at the same time that you have an Indian from one place and a cowboy from another place and a boy from another place and you're trying to be like oh all of our times that we're all human and can we mesh and how does this all work this is a higher order of fucking right, thinking that's, in that's that a book beautiful, that's a beautiful interpretation and I love old keys like that's the other thing is like the whole concept that you can take old keys and put them into old places and magical things happen <laughs> fuck yeah I'm into that whole alternate reality. Yeah. The keys. Open up a door. Is there some like new like show on right now where they're all like stoked about like there's some Stephen King bullshit where like there's like keys in the back of people's necks and stuff. Stephen King doesn't have stuff in the back of people's necks unless there's something new, but I've read everything he's ever written and he's a genius. I just reread the girl who loved Tom Gordon 
I finished it yesterday, but I started it on Saturday. I just left the last two chapters for myself because it's such a good book that you just want to leave the last two chapters for another day. Do you know when that happens? <laughs> but if you've never read The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon by Stephen That's King, have you ever heard of that book? No. no. I know no one has because it's such a deep cut. It's from 98, 99. Is it good? So it's not one of those things where he builds up like a, an amazing, like beautiful – substrate and like you get all interested in the mystery of it and then he just totally cocks it up at the end no it's about that's what he does a lot it's about a girl who gets lost in the woods in maine with her mom and her brother but her mom and her dad have just gotten a divorce and she's so pissed at her mom and her brother because they're just fighting 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 so she goes off the path for just a second to go potty and she doesn't really have to go potty but she's just like just for a second i'm just gonna get away from them and then she loses them, and then she walks in the wrong direction for nine days. It's no. amazing. Uh, this sounds good. It's yeah. amazing. And she's got this Walkman with her, and she loves the Boston Red Sox, and she loves a player called Tom Gordon, who actually was a closer. And, and Stephen King talks about, like, he's not a real guy, because in your mind, and, and obviously in her mind, he's not a real guy. But it's an incredible book. And it's called The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon, and it's by Stephen King. And if you haven't read it, please, 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 please. It's a deep, 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 deep cut of his, and I recommend it so highly. Do you have any favorite Stephen King? Am I the only? Uh, I've read everything he's ever written, so I'm like a total super I like, fan. I like the series that um, was just a TV. I, I, I didn't, I don't Mist? know. No. It was, um, I only saw the show. It was Rose Red. Rose Matter. Rose Matter was a book. It's a, is it about a house? Well, the gunslinger, well, the gunslinger, though, that's from fucking. That's the rap th- That's novels. the, that's his whole, the, 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 the tower. D- dark tower yeah. series of seven, which is almost impossible. I can't believe that they tried to make that into a movie, which I never saw. Hmm. And <laughs> I I know Idris Elba. Oh, he's so, he's so hot. I know. Oh. I never saw Black Panther either. either. I'm a terrible oh. person. Idris Elba's not in Black Panther. He's not? No. Oh, my God. Well, there's other black he? actors. <laughs> oh. Sorry. I'm I'm an asshole. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> who is the guy? Is that a snort? Is he just fucking I, full when things When things are funny. Yeah. But um, <laughs> the stand was great. And I feel like we're in the stand right now. Sort mm-hmm. of. Maybe a little with everyone. There's this crazy thing that goes into 90, but 97% of the world dies, and it's like 3% lives. And why do they live? And how do they live? And blah, blah, Sweet blah. Jesus, your knowledge of Stephen King books is obscene. Like, I, 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 I've written, I've written you a You literally whole, have read all of them. I've read all. remember all of them, too. Oh, which yeah. Is even more amazing. Well, I, I've written a so syllabus for when um, college comes back. I've written a syllabus huh. that's learning. To Love to Read Again by Stephen King. And it's all about uh, how fiction can save the world. Because fiction fiction oftentimes deals with a first-person narrator that you as a reader become sort of the first... You are connected with the first-person narrator. Whatever the narration is happening, you there's a connection yeah. between you and the author. Yeah, you're and that's the ideology because you're reading that yeah. perspective. And so... Y- the only thing that can save us as people is fiction because we can experience. Only thing we can ex- it's the only thing that can save us. The only thing that can save us because we can experience the world through someone, someone else's, else's lens yeah. and we can immerse ourselves in that lens and understand them. And 
I mean, the hopes of empathy, right? Empathy, 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 is, empathy is the only thing that can save us, and that's what makes me crazy about books okay, like I agree with that. the I'll girl who loved one. Tom Gordon. It's about an eleven-year-old girl, and Stephen King is in the mind of an eleven-year-old girl. Yes, it's third-person omniscient. Fine, but he's in her head and in everyone else's head, and it's amazing. And that an old man can be an eleven-year-old girl and speak the truth. And I cried, I cry, I cry at the end. Every, I mean, I've reread The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon like at least 20 times. And I just reread it the other day and I cry, I cried at the end. I love it. He, she points to the sky and I cry. I can't handle it. Aww. But it's because, like, there's a certain. Time to read that. You got to read the book. Yeah. It's so good. Sorry, it's so. No, no, no. Please interrupt me. But it's. Please read Stephen King. There's so much. There's he is so vast. All right, so we new authors now. Yeah, Let's go go go. Authors. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh no, I I I said like I had something to say. I was just like maybe like you don't have authors. a favorite author. Yeah. I mean, how do you have a favorite of anything, right? Just name favorite one. book, Who's anything. It? I mean, I got a top twelve. Winner of discontent. I like a lot. Oh well, that's on my top ten. The winner of our discontent. What is the winner of our discontent? Steinbeck. Steinbeck. Yeah. Now I love Steinbeck, but my favorite of his is the Pearl. The pearl. Oh, the diver, right? He goes out and he finds a pearl. He goes out and he finds a pearl and he brings it back to his house and then everything falls to shit. His daughter gets bitten by a snake and he has to give, he wants to give the pearl to the doctor, but the doctor's like, I want more and then the baby's going to die. Everything's crazy. He, He has no money and he finds the thing of the most value and he still gets fucked. Yeah. It's a crazy story and I love it. East Eden was great too. Which one? East, East of Eden. Eden Another one that I, I, the the no, the ones I know from John Steinbeck are the Pearl, and I know at the end of the, of the Grapes of Wrath that they drink from the boob, and I love that, <laughs> that like, it's everyone's dying and an old man is dying, and so the lady's like, yes, drink from my tit, old man instead of young baby, and wow, like that socialism exists. And I should know more Steinbeck, and I do know I Larry, know. Lenny, and Squiggy, but not like little bit of kill the rabbit. Love it. That was the first fucking shit that came in my head. You guys put me on the spot here. You know? huh. No, no, I love Steinbeck. He's amazing, and I wish, I wish that I have, I, I haven't read East of Eden. I feel like a dick, and maybe I need nah, to read it. Was it, good. it was good. It wasn't the best in the world. It was good. It was good. Steinbeck's great. Now that all that stuff. Right, Sherwood Anderson, Winesburg, Ohio. If you read that one, that was a good one. No, I don't know that Sour one. Sour apples and stuff. No, no, there's all these little like small vignettes about this little small town like Winesburg, Ohio. And Sherwood Anderson was the guy that like was a precursor to like Steinbeck and Hemingway and all those guys, right? And uh, but issue was amazing. Like the, the idea was like this idea of like sour apples. Like everyone's got this like sour sad story that they have. And this that was a what's great your book. sour sad story? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, what what uh what same t- story what as taints. All what taints your 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 juice? What makes your juice cranberry? This is like a psychotherapy podcast. Why not? Uh, we need more Bjork. Ah. <laughs> she she would be Lit a great psychotherapist. Bjork, what the fuck would she tell you about? I I actually that's one of my jokes is that um, I'm looking. I had a dream about uh, and and Bjork is my therapist, and I look up at her, and she like says, like um, a TV. She says, uh, why? Or no, do I say what I says? I say why? Why doesn't my mother love me? And she says, "Your uterus never steps in the same river twice. <laughs> Don't let poets lie to you." 
<laughs> and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense, Bjork. And then I wake up, bing. <laughs> and it's like, it's like an Inception movie. And I'm like staring up at fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. And I'm like, <laughs> bing. What's eating Gilbert Grape? Why is your dick in my mouth? And it's like, bing. Ron's plum is in your mouth. And I'm like, so this is the question. Do all actors like get famous and live long enough where they all get awful at the end? Like Ooh. they all get awful. Like Jack well, Nicholas, like they all become such fucking assholes. Well, I have to DiCaprio's say, going that way. DiCaprio was Brad a Pitt dick. Seems like he's going he that was way. a dick from the beginning. Okay. Have you ever seen Ron's Plum? Have you ever seen it? It was produced in like before 2000 and it's when he had his most money and it's terrible and it's Awful. The other guy who's in it is the one who's in Entourage, who is the red hair. The guy with the red hair in Entourage is in it because he was like supposed to be all famous or whatever at that time at the 90s before the thousands. The guy with the red hair in Entourage. Anyways, it's a terrible, terrible movie. It's called Ron's Plum. Hey, watch it on YouTube. Leonardo DiCaprio tried so hard not to have it come out, but it came out. It's terrible lightning and it's awful. And it's a whole thing. He rapes a girl in the bathroom at the end because he can do anything he fucking wants because he's Leonardo DiCaprio, motherfuckers. And all this, but it's terrible. It's great. It's amazing. Ron's Plum. Ron's Plum. Oh, no. I grew up in the 90s. Fuck bitches. You know what I'm saying? If you know you're going, (laughs) if you're going to a fucking. You're going to go to a hip-hop club in Koreatown, in L.A., in, in 98. You know you're going to get a hip-hop hot dog sticking in your buns. Oh, my There's God. There's Of course it is. They don't look you in the face before they fucking rape you with their hard oh. dog. And it's sometimes <laughs> tiny, and you're like, why are you up against my hip? And then you look behind you, and you're like, oh, how are you six foot four, and you have that tiny of a dick? What the fuck is going on? Anyways, it was... It was the 90s. It was Koreatown. It was L.A. Okay. Let me no take... No consent. Fucking let me kittens. take... Uh, let me take us back to the first gear. Uh, yeah, I, thank God someone's doing that. My favorite authors are... Uh, oh, you put your phone up, though. Dr. Theodore Seuss. Geisel. Dr. Geisel. <laughs> Dr. Theodore Dude, the Seuss. The college I went to, the whole fucking... Uh, Library was the Dr. Seuss library. You went to UC San Diego? <laughs> yeah. So did I. What year did you graduate? Fuck you. No, no fuck you. I graduated in 96. What college? Uh, third. No, third college. Before what, what, it was oh, Thurgood Marshall. Well, it became Thurgood Marshall. Marshall. Ah, so but I went before it was Thurgood Get stoned as fuck and be like, get the burritos of Thurgood. What year did you graduate? Uh, 06. 06. Yeah. 06. Motherfucker. <laughs> Muir. <laughs> fucking John Muir. John Muir. I graduated in 96. From third college, before it was Thurgood like Marshall, seven of them now. before they used they used to call Camp Snoopy, and now it's uh, hey, Eleanor so Roosevelt. You go down the blacks and burn down there because that's all we did was go down the blacks, steal pallets from construction sites. Oh, did run down you? The beach, what did the koala the and burn all? Did of it. the koala exist yeah, when you were yeah, there? Oh, yeah. I wrote for the koala for four oh, years. Oh, that makes so much oh, fucking sense. Oh yeah, so much fucking oh, sense. Holy they were the shit. worst. They, no, it was when now. I was there. It was the best. They were awesome, but ah. like in the worst way. But they would not last now. Like I'm so surprised that they're still well, operating on campus. The shit they would say was epically hilarious. Ninety-three I wrote for the koala, and we didn't give a fuck. That's good. And I was the that only girl, and I would sleep on that fucking couch up in the thing. It was in the middle. It was by the grove. Remember the grove? Yeah. Was that no. still existing? Yeah, the yeah. pub. <laughs> the pub was still there too. Fuck, I saw like strung out all the best fucking punk bands there. Fuck. Ah! Okay. 
fucking you went to UC San Diego? Yeah, no yeah. fucking way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just Fuck, saying. So it's a small world, but I'd hate to paint but it. But it's crazy <laughs> that you you were 10 years after me, yeah. asshole. I graduated in 96. Mm-hmm. Back when Sun God old. was cool, bro. It's still the one day that's cool at that campus. I used to. I don't know wake about now. Up. I haven't been there for like ten years now. But like I when I'm back there, we used to like the only we buried kegs and fucking. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I used to wake up and we would go. We would go get the the smoothies. There was a smoothie machine on on. <laughs> it was at Muir, and we would go to the smoothie machine. The Rascaler. Rascaler. Yeah, the smoothie machine it out. Also, they have the best uh, grilled cheeses at Rascaler. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Was, Avocado bacon grilled cheese. Uh, that was the shit there. We smoothied. And then we put the rum in the smoothie. <laughs> and then we just walk around. I had nine o'clock classes on Sun God, and I'd be like, fuck it, I'm waking up at seven to go get my fucking smoothie to put the. No one had classes so, on Sun God. What are you talking about? No, I always did my classes on Sun wow. God. Are you fucking kidding me? I did my classes drunk. That's how I did it. If I, had, I had a nine o'clock checkoff class. So the fact that you went to fucking class was, was, was phenomenally amazing. I was an actor. I have fucking discipline, asshole. Yeah. So I would go to the <laughs> class drunk. Of course I would. And I would act. I had discipline. I was proper drunk. I was drunk enough to act. Come on. God! I can't believe you went. So you were, which college were you? Muir. You were in Muir? Six floor Tioga. Oh, my God. Six floor Tioga. I was, I was, uh, I was third college. In fact, you called third colleges. So what was only Ravel, Muir, and Thurgood? It was Ravel, it was Ravel, Muir, third uh, it, it was before Eleanor Roosevelt because it was called Fifth, and it was Warren. Yeah. Yeah, Warren. It was oh, Third, Warren, and Fifth. It, it wasn't even called Eleanor Roosevelt. You see, it's even the worst of the most boring campus. Shut the fuck fire. up! Yeah. I was there in the '90s when yeah. things were awesome. Yeah. Well, when 311 when played at our Sun God and fucking <laughs> King Missile and fucking I can't tell you how many people I saw. <laughs> in the price center that I was like, <laughs> and my buddy Cecilia was the girl who was like the person who did all the sound checking. So I would go there and I'd like get to meet all of the fucking people. I was like, ah. uh, no wonder you liked and it. I uh, know. Uh, and I had a fake ID and I go to round table and we used yeah, to fucking, dude. yes. <laughs> we used to go skate. Yes. Like before 21, we'd go in there and get like, okay, I gotta get someone like a fucking pitcher. Hide behind the pillar, pound the pitcher, and be like, yeah. okay, we're going to skate the ramps now. And start to skate around campus and just eat shit and die for like fucking, you know. Hell oh. yeah. I still have scars from that shit. I know people died from going down that fucking hill. Yeah, they have a little, like, little. Thing. You down there and you look over to your right and you're like, Don't that's a tombstone. Bomb like, why am I doing hill. this? What the fuck's wrong with me? <laughs> Don't bomb the hill in front of the, <laughs> the geysel. That's how Don't it fuck started. it up. Don't fuck it up. How to bring up Dr. Seuss, man? Yeah. Then we just totally digressed and like we just went off the deep. Sorry. I can't believe um, you went to UC San Diego. It's just, it's just lovely. Uh, that my, Twenty years or ten years after I graduated, yeah. you graduated. Yeah, these yeah. are all books that I've read. Oh, good. Oh, good. Based off Dr. of Pink. books that I've read. So my other favorite authors would be uh, Robert Lawrence Stein. I don't know who that is. R.L. Stein. Oh, R.L. Stein. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goosebumps. That that really in- infected you as a child. Yeah. Infected. Good. Good. And uh, Stephen Colbert, <laughs> <laughs> when he was his old self, uh, I, I feel like before. I feel like he's sold out of late. I mean, he sold out as big as he could sell out. I guess. So. Buying in or selling out. What's the difference? Ooh. Well, he he's not himself. He's not saying what he needs to say. What he wanted to say, 
Maybe yeah. he's gotten older. Yeah, but that happens to everyone, man. You know, they get older, you buy in. You know, Psst. I mean, a lot of people do, man. And when they back a dump truck full of money up to your house, and they're like, "Hey, you want to you want to buy in or you want to sell out?" You're like, "I don't give a fuck. Just give me the dump truck full of money." Well, it depends how much you feel like you need. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I think those people need attention more than they need money. But so. my needs, I haven't technically bought anything for a long time sans steal everything no 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 the only things i buy are like alcohol food okay alcohol and food (laughs) that's pretty much the only things i buy i'm trying to think everything else is like gifted i just happen to be the size that all the girls when they have babies can't fit into their pants (laughs) anymore and i'm like oh i will take all of your jeans Thank you. And they're like, oh, but my jeans were so cute. And I'm like, you're never fitting in again. <laughs> you say that to them, really? Fuck yeah, they're having and a they baby. And they just start like, like one tear comes out of their eye. Yes. And they take their baby Sometimes and walk two off. Sometimes two tears. And, like, Fuck this. and their baby's attached to their tit. And they're like, why are my tits so shaggy? And I'm like, you have something sucking off of it right now. Good work. You did it. You kill that. Yay. I mean, the only reason I'd ever have a kid, I'd never bring it to fruition because I never want to get fat. But if like a friend, <laughs> oh, like if a friend, like, like, <laughs> let's say, let's say that like, let's say that Pancake lost his leg or something and that I could have stem cells in my uterus to make him grow a leg again. I have no problem getting pregnant to make stem cells to, to give leg? you a fucking leg. Whoa. I have no problem with that. This ba- I need a new spine. Holy shit. You just have like a whole new revelation about the female uterus, right? So like you can grow things in there besides babies. Why not? Why? This reorients my whole like if, ideology in life. If a 3D printer can make a kidney, I'm sure that my uterus can make a liver. Do you if know I what I mean? My, so Come if I on. chop off my hand like like you're down to grow me a hand? Out Hell of your yeah. Vagina? yeah. I'll grow you a hand. I don't give a fuck. I say prenatal stuff. I say we've got the technology. I want a good hand. I don't want that like that gimpy hand. Well, if you want like a human hand, I'm saying we've got the technology now to do whatever. We have the technology. Birth you faster, stronger, better. But why aren't we growing instead of like killing cows? Why aren't we growing cows that grow like cool tumors that are in the shape of steaks? Like, why aren't we? Like, I love cows. I don't want cows to die. So why can't my cow be my friend? And like every two weeks, he grows a <laughs> something steak. great that I can. Yeah, that I can just to my pick, body right, and I just I just else. chop it off with like I I take like a rubber band and I stick it right, just like what they do with uh, lambs balls, and they just put the <laughs> oh, rubber band around their balls and their balls fall uh, castration, off. Castration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just with a steak. And they don't notice because they're a nice cow, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm eating all this food, and I don't give a fuck." Yeah, and I, I just grow. That's not part of God's plan. Fuck God's plan. We're off of God's plan. We've been on God's plan for how long? Who fuck the fuck knows what God's it. plan is? All of God's no- plan. No, we can't say that now. There ain't no. We, God's he's listening, plan. man. He's we listening. We can't say that him. right now. He's, he's probably gonna just, walk through the gonna, door right now. He's gonna come Jesus, gonna get us all Yeah. Black now, Jesus or white Jesus? Now, if I may. Turn around and ask me what Jesus you believe in. Alameda. Turn around. I'm a Buddhist, so I don't well, believe in Jesus around. at all. I believe in black Jesus. You don't believe <laughs> you don't believe in my stoner Jesus behind you? Look at that's that, Jesus. Stoner, that is Jesus. stoner fucking Jesus. He's got 
long hair. He's oh, got oh. a nicely quaffed beard. How, stoner, how do you how do you like so stoner Jesus looks better than normal Jesus? Fuck yes, yeah, stoner Jesus is the coolest Jesus. Look at that Jesus. There's no Cheetos in his beard. He's got fucking sparkles. He could have Cheetos in his beard. We want it. I usually put a joint in between. Flowing his golden fingers. locks that he's got going. Fuck yeah. He's the hottest Jesus I've ever seen. I love that Jesus. I'm like 20 shades darker in him, so now I'm scared of him. White people just scare me. <laughs> As they should. Yeah. As they should. Yeah. Question, Stop being tan in this future society. Okay. Future society. So while you guys were taking a swig, Alameda County, including Berkeley, has 270 cases of coronavirus. Seven, Everyone's sick! Seven deaths. Contra Costa County has 175 cases, three deaths. All I want to do is smoke a cigarette. And oh. it's supposed to be something that infirms your lungs. So I'm going to ruin it. Marin County, 74 cases, one death. Monterey County, 36 cases, one death. Napa <laughs> County, 10 cases. San Francisco, 340 cases, five deaths. Five deaths. San Mateo County, 277 cases, six deaths. Wow, that's a crazy difference. Santa Clara County. Because San Mateo County has rich people, and they're old people, and that's why they died. Six? Six? Well, because if you look, San Francisco has twice the amount of cases, but less than... We've only had five deaths, but San Mateo County has half the cases and twice the deaths, or six, whatever. It's fine. I'm just, I just think it has to do with, I'm very excited to see old people, Aww. old rich people die. I'm sorry. This, that's, a, that's, a, that's the beauty of a pandemic, is that it doesn't understand class. Mm. It doesn't understand class. Well, it's taking the youth, too. Well, whatever. I'm in the middle. I'm in the median. Like, I'm lucky. I'm a, I'm a skinny bitch in her 40s. I'm fine. I have my five more counties. Yeah, keep it sad. Keep it sad, Pancake. Santa Clara County, 644 cases of COVID-19, 25 deaths. Santa Cruz County, 44 cases, one death. Solano County, 34 cases. Sonoma County, 58 cases, one death. Statewide, 5,827 cases of COVID-19 on the wall. And 124 deaths. Pass it around. Happy, 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 happy. Happy, 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 happy. You may think that I wanna run away, but what I really want is to hug you once again. Pero no sabes que tú vives en mis pensamientos, que tú eres mi luz.
me pone muy feliz Como una lombriz Como si me hubiera ganado el otro quiz Pareces una miss, me gusta demasiado Juro por Dios que no estoy siendo exagerado Me tienes hipnotizado Con el corazón acelerado, enamorado Sabes que yo soy el indicado, estoy Happy, 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 happy No sé qué me hiciste, pero te amo gratis Yo soy el chicle
We've been hearing a lot about Bjork tonight, and that's been a lot of fun. Uh, there's <laughs> Pancake's still here. We're still hanging out. Things yeah. are fun. Life is good. Stay hopeful. Yeah? Stay hopeful. Clean your hands. Just wash your hands, you fucking dirty bitches. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of yourselves. Get centered. Meditate if you have to. And that can mean different things for a lot of people, but just uh, just breathe, focus on your breathing, and and you'll you'll go on from there.
Oh no, dead air, not dead air. Ha ha ha. Here we are, Muni Radio, doing stuff and being live. Don't worry, everything's going to be okay. I think.
Master Pumpkins here on Mutiny Radio. Let me tell you guys that I am so excited. I am so happy. I am really so thrilled to be right now sharing this amazing, glorious, super exciting moment of my life with all of you guys. And let me tell you that we are really changing the world as we know it. The world is not anymore the way it used to be. The 
say, you give me one more. One more like tonight.
Yeah, what's happening here? Come on up.
Sitting on the vaporizer, eyes red, blaze the smoke, cloud outside the smoke. We got the super califragilistic, it's real in the oceans. The type of weed, you leave your breathless and flowless. So take it so experiencing problems oh crazy i'm trying to make things happen i want to have a song happen <laughs> 